welcome to the Your Message Received podcast. And now, taking your message to the finish line, your host, John Duffin. Hey folks, John Duffin here. Your message received podcast begins right now. Your message received is the podcast for all things in regards to finding your business voice. So today, I've got the real pleasure of not just finding a voice, but finding business and identifying a friend. That's all tied up in Corey Disson, media mogul, mentor, voice coach, voice marketing coach, and a whole lot more. Corey's with us today. Welcome, sir. How you doing, man? John, thank you for having me uh, on the show. That is one really, really cool intro. I hope I live up to it. And uh, as Don Corleone said to Luca Brazzi, my most loyal friend, <laughs> John Duffin, my man. Brother, Corey, I thank you for that. I'm stealing that for a future podcast. Just know that I always credit anybody I'm stealing from, but you can count on that most loyal friend. You will also hear it in another podcast. Uh, so anyway, it's great having you, man. Uh, thank you. Hey, folks, Corey has just reloaded to a brand new worldwide headquarters. Let me ask you a question in regards to the new digs. Yes, sir. What's your favorite part so far? Um, I really dig the whole small town life and, and the solitude. I can be anonymous here. It's kind of oxymoronic that I make my career being well-known online, but I can walk around uh, you know, this, this little town here and I'm just some crazy bald guy from the Northeast. It's great. So how so far, uh, oh, but, and just as importantly, how are Elaine and Rocky handling? <laughs> My wife's hanging in there. She's, uh, she's a tough gal. For those who don't know, she's uh, South Philly, born and raised, all inked up. She's a tough broad. I love her to death. And uh, she's dealing with no Comcast yet. So we're working on getting our TV installed. Oh, and if she, if she doesn't get an episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills soon, oh she's going she's gonna to choke me. She's not getting it. Oh, that okay. I, I gotta go down and help fix that. Uh, God almighty. And the dog, the dog Rocky, he's coming around. It was a big change for him. Big long ride in the car, and he's a sensitive pup. He's thirteen years old, but uh, he's coming around. As long as uh, my wife and I are home to hang out with him, he seems to be in pretty good spirits. So that's the part that I'm loving. Is, is, is it, this is a fast adjustment, folks? This all transitioned in literally the last ten days. So to have this so quickly working to me is amazing. So a little bit of quick background on Corey. In addition to being my voice marketing coach and a lot of other people's voice marketing coaches, and in addition to being, being a mentor, Corey also has had a lot of years second in command at a major production house, identifies voice talent, hires uses voice talent on a very regular basis. And I guess what I would love to find out, first off, is from that level of experience, what are some of the things when you hear a voice, what are some of the things that catch you in regards to every voice is different, but are there any common traits that are like, oh, I like that? Well, when I was, um, you know, working in, in you know, for the production studio for mm -hmm. almost 30 years. 
and I, and I was in charge of recruiting and, and bringing on talent, you know, we, we had certain niches that we had to fill with our business. We did a lot of automotive work. We did a lot of high energy uh, stuff for casinos, concerts, uh, Disney on ice, you can go on and on. But there were certain sort of um, archetypes, stereotypes of certain vocal ranges that would stick out to me, whether it was the Sunday, 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 hard hitting, <laughs> you know, automotive guy or the, or the epic movie trailer voice or someone who uh, was a good real person, conversational versus an announcer, whatever those. And there's probably, you know, a dozen or so of those different sort of uh, groups. Right. And what I had to determine was, is does that person fit in one of those groups? And is that person marketable? One and two, period. Can I, and it, it sounds a little selfish, but the reality is, is can my company make money by bringing this voice under our roof? That was, it wasn't necessarily the best voice or the most, um, widely known voice or the deepest voice or the edgiest voice, whatever you can put your superlative on any type of uh, voice you can think of. It wasn't always that it was, was this person a good fit and can the company maximize using that person to make money for not just for the studio, but for our clients. Oh, I love the fact. And, and by the way, that connection as it relates to, are they marketable? So I hear you in regards to this specific niches automotive trailer and with the marketable part. So I'm curious from a business vantage point, you make a determination. And, and again, as I love when you said, not every voice is the best voice you've ever heard. Well, to me in business, I can think of almost an amazing array of voices. Would all four coaches turn around on the voice for the people that I'm thinking? Probably not. But the fact of the matter is they were highly effective in regards to the way that they utilized the natural, authentic voice that they had. So the question would be, in the marketability, were there things that you were able to do in borderline cases, right? So that somebody's like, I think they're there. I just need to pull them in a little bit. What were some of the things that you would do to get them over the hump, so to speak? Well, Early on, I'm talking 20 years ago when we were really just, you know, building the foundation of our voice bank and, and our roster, we might have spent a little more time trying to develop a voice, um, you know, give them some auditions, let them do some trial runs for us. But, you know, I'm going to try to answer your question a little left of center as it relates to how you asked the previous question about marketability, because when, when we would vet a voice talent. Yes. Like I said, it wasn't always vetting the most talented professional, right? It wasn't always who was the most adept at emoting or reading or announcing. We, we were not only hiring someone that had to contribute to a TV or radio commercial. We were hiring sort of a temporary employee, you know, a, a teammate, I needed to know if that person was reliable and dependable and buttoned up. Do they, are they responsive when I send them an email or, or when one of uh, an, an employee calls them on the phone? Do they have a website? Do they know how to navigate uh, their home studio? Do they know how to you know, deliver files quickly? Um, because there are a lot of talent out there 
that have really well done professionally produced demos and they sound like gold. But then when the spotlight is on or the microphone's on and they have to deliver, when I say deliver, the rules change because, you know, they were probably, you know, they made that demo in a very controlled environment. And, you know, when you're in the trenches and you have to pull that trigger, you cannot freeze at that, you know, moment of truth, as they say. And that's where you figure out who uh, the difference between the entrepreneurs and the wantrepreneurs. The wantrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as the 20 years have evolved, and now we're here, we're in 2020. So one of the things that, of the many niches Corey has founded and solidified this voice marketing company. So I'm lucky mm-hmm. because I was one of the early ends and I can still picture. So we had what I will call a really first class Sunday brunch. Maybe it was a Tuesday. <laughs> and what I would say, right, and, and, and that's when we knew. So we're at Burger King and we didn't even have Whoppers or nothing like that. We're just drinking a coffee, which... That's because Starbucks was packed. Oh, packed and everywhere else was closed. Oh, yeah. Here's what I remember, though. Uh, I can still taste that Burger King coffee. There won't be a round two of it. But the fact (laughs) of the matter is, but it it was the specificity that you knew in 2018 how to drive that sense of entrepreneur and wantrepreneur. So this is where the evolution for me, for you, has evolved. So I'm one of the benefactors. I'm lucky. So the way the podcast evolved, the way that my website has evolved, the way that my social media has evolved is all because of Corey. And Corey has an amazing social media presence that keeps evolving and keeps going. Let me ask you in regards to yourself now, 2020, you're here, new corporate home, all the rules are evolving and changing. How do you do you pay attention to the way that you speak when you are doing social media or your podcast or your live or your breaking lives? So there's a two-part answer to your question. Cool. The first part is, is the literal term of what you just said, how I speak. Yeah. And I don't, I, I shoot from the hip. Mm-hmm. That's my style. Um, I don't, I never use like cue cards or a prepared, I don't use a teleprompter or anything like that. I do a lot of live content. I, of course, hosted many podcast episodes myself. And my attitude is, even when I do public speaking engagements, if, if I don't, if I need reference material, that means I'm not prepared. And I've lived everything that I've talked about. I don't, you know, my only problem is, is once I get started is when to shut me up. Um, and I found for me, it's not for everybody is just to speak naturally. I'm not the most polished speaker. Uh, I I'm a little raw. Um, you know, I might drop in an occasional swear word or here and there. Um, you know, uh, I, I try to add a little bit of flavor, you know, because it's just, just the way I was brought up and I just try to be myself. That's the biggest thing. I try to be myself now. When it comes to speaking in my social media voice, which might be a post or a caption, something that I type, I, try, I still try to write that as I speak, 
but I will go and edit that and trim it up and proof it and make sure it's buttoned up more so for typos or misspellings or that kind of thing. But I do, I don't just start typing and then hit send. I make sure to review it to make sure it's tight and buttoned up and makes sense and has kind of a, um, you know, a cohesive beginning, middle and end. And there's, you know, there, there's, there's a little mini story in everything I try to do. And I also try to make sure that I incorporate in my post in the way I speak, what I like to call my brand lexicon, which is my brand, my brand vocabulary. And, you know, that's for me, you know, uh, you know, you got the, logo sitting behind my head here and everything is about fighting you got the fight club you got the knockout network you got the bare knuckle blog you got the fist bumps Uh, you know the podcast punches everything is in that aggressive sort of vocabulary sort of glossary of terms that it the more you say them and the more you incorporate them into your content it just helps push pushes your brand to the forefront and makes you memorable. And that's kind of what I like to teach uh, to my clients too. But uh, as far as how I speak, I try to mix that stuff in, especially when I'm composing uh, social media material, either graphics or posts. I always try to think of the brand lexicon. Love it. I love it. So two things in that regard. So number one, Corey, ah, there's the shirt, by the way. Uh, Nice. And what's key about the shirt is the runner. So Early on, Corey had asked me in terms of myself and just identification markers, so to speak. So with me, I'm a runner. I'm a long-distance runner. As a matter of fact, I just put up a post last night. Uh, I just crossed the 500-mile mark this year. Wow. And still four and a half months left to go. And that's with all the races canceled. So the running part has become more of a mission to me than a singular finish race part for me. Now, how it relates to the podcast, how it relates to the way I speak is you will hear me talking about the branding, running your voiceovers to the finish. You will hear me talking about that sense of sprints and marathons in the way that you're presenting. Finish line Friday. Finish line Friday, workout Wednesday are all directly coming from Corey Distance. So that's number one up in terms of the lexicon, how it's impacted me. You hear this in the podcast. And the second part that I would resonate with as well, too, is the preparation. Look, for a race, you better be prepared. Um, for a, if it's 100 yards or 26.2 miles, you better be prepared because you're not doing that. You can shoot from the hip, as Corey had said, but often it is you are at your most natural, at least to me, because this is all about authenticity, not having a pretty voice. This is authenticity. You're at your most natural when you're prepared. So giving presentations, you can easily improvise if you are prepared with the material. Don't know it if you're not right with it. It is really hard to go off track, and people will hear that in your voice as well, too. So the lexicons, I get it. Anytime you hear me, you can almost count on the fact that it is something that I have stolen from Corey Disson. No, no, you didn't steal it. You learned it. It's all good. That's true and absorbed it and appreciate it, which leads me to this point as well, too. We're calling it the grab bag session. So literally at a race, everybody needs something. There's water stops along the way. There's you're picking up a banana or goo just to keep yourself going. 
everybody needs something. So we're going to call this number one, the grab bag or the, the table, the water table, but it's twofold. I also have learned from Corey, one of the lexicon phrases in addition to all of those is the pay it forward part. So we're mm-hmm. going to call this the get some, give some. Everybody can give something or he gives a ton in terms of marketing expertise. But the other thing I will say is, and everybody needs something too. Here's a quick question. In terms of, Corey, the way that you're speaking as your business now has evolved yet one more time, what's one of the things that you're working on right now to tighten up your business so that you're able to evolve even further? Well, I mean, I have several different initiatives in motion. Go figure. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to continually stay on myself to get organized. I'm literally going to be spending some time over the next few days strewning every piece of paper, receipt, file, et cetera, and totally redoing that because I want to be able to stay organized with all my things. Uh, I'm trying to up my game as far as live content. That's a big deal. I, I've been approved for LinkedIn Live, which is oh. I'm pretty proud of that. And uh, that's going to be coming soon. So I'm preparing for that. And just trying to work on making my business as efficient as possible. And there's some other little things that I'm working on to diversify, even a little more. Some new little goodies I'm going to be adding to the mix, which uh, hate to leave your listeners in suspense. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, But But there's more things coming. All right. So that's awesome because that's just a good excuse for me to get you back. Here's, folks, what you can look forward to in the meantime. We talked about give some, get some. So. Anytime on social media, the Go Get It podcast, the Facebook Live, please, Corey is omnipresent on social media, but it is Corey Disson from the Corey Disson Companies. So LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook, live posts, you can count on several a day. You would do yourself a tremendous service in regards to following, sharing, learning, and getting. So Corey Disson. Can't wait to learn more from you. Uh, you help me more than you know. And the fact of the matter is, you make me better. And that's the whole point of this. It's what you know and what you continue to learn is what makes you lethal in regards to a race or a business drive. So, Corey, thank you so much, man, for being a part of today's podcast of Your Message Received. Uh, we're thrilled to have you. Anything else that you want to throw out while we, we are saying salute? I have one parting shot, which can, which can sum it up. And you probably know what this is, but I, I'll let me go ahead and say, uh, go get it. Damn, go get it is right. Um, it is absolutely a winner. Corey Disson, thank you for being a part of your message received. Today's podcast is, is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other places too. Folks, be true to you. Corey, thanks so much, man. And have a great day, all. Thanks for joining us. Be well. Thanks, John. All right. Be well. Thank you. Ah. And now, making its way across the finish line, your message received has been a production of Duffin Media.